This is Fangraphs Audio. I'm Carson Sestouli. Uh, as he does many weeks, one might even say most weeks, David Lorla uh, not only joins me but has provided some excellent audio. Um, of course, Laurel is the curator of our excellent Q&A series that one can find in the electronic pages of Fangraphs, provides this audio. And we have uh, some interesting stuff from two Red Sox pitchers uh, this week, Laurel. Yes, we do, Carson. And we have only missed one week of uh, no audio for me on Thursday. That was my fault. But, you know, we're back in the flow as of last week. And, yes, this week um, I talked to Clay Buckles and I talked to the underrated Clayton Mortensen. Yeah, and the interesting thing about both of these interviews, in fact, is that, uh, uh, you know, drawing on your vast experience, Lorela, as an interviewer of professional baseball players, you have actually, you actually interviewed both of these guys when they were, in effect, making their professional debuts. Um, it would have been uh, Buckles with, I guess, short season a league Lowell and then Mortensen. I guess I guess he would have been somewhere in the Cardinals organization. It was in the Cardinals organization. I did talk to Mortensen in Lowell. Um, as he was there with a visiting team. I forget the name of the affiliate. Uh, that would have been 2007. I talked to uh, Buckles. I boy 2006, I think. And um, that was the idea of why it was a good fit is to talk to both Clayton and Clay about how they have changed since they were in their first season of, of professional baseball. And not surprisingly, they are very different pitchers now than they were then. Yeah, now you talk with them about uh, especially the repertoire, some of the changes they've made. Uh, you also ask um, some slightly more whimsical or irreverent questions. Um, not too far off the beaten path, but um, entertaining enough. I'm curious, from your perspective, um, how they've changed, either one of them or to whatever degree you want to share that? Well, their personalities haven't really changed um, very much to their credit. Um, I meet a lot of people in baseball who do change uh, over the years, not for the better. Um, But on that note, I think what was really refreshing about this interview is you may have listeners saying, seeing, oh, two Red Sox players, they're going to talk about the whole Bobby Valentine, the fiasco, the disastrous season, you know, the politics of baseball. That's not here, and I think, both Mortensen and Buckles appreciated that, that we sat down and talked actually about baseball because, you know, they're baseball players. And um, and as to how much they've changed as pitchers, I think the listeners can just, you know, they can hear that in, in the audio. There's really no need for me to, uh, you know, repeat what they said. Yeah, well, let's not repeat that. But let us uh, keep this brief, Laura, as you like to do, and uh, and and uh, give our give it our listeners some audio. Absolutely, and we're hearing from Clayton Martinson first, so everybody who is listening who is heading off to college this week or maybe has kids heading off to college this week, we start out with uh, a quick little tidbit of starting college. Yeah, all right, there it is. Uh, that is uh, David Lorla there, uh, and what is to follow is David Lorla's audio, uh, first with Red Sox relief pitcher Clayton Mortensen, uh, followed by uh, Red Sox right-handed starter Clay Buckles. I'm Clayton Mortensen, right-handed reliever for the Boston Red Sox. Clayton, I normally walk to Fenway Park. Uh, I, my route takes me through Boston University, and I want to start with that, the fact that 
There were a lot of youngsters uh, unloading U-Hauls today when I came through, some of them probably just starting college for the first time. Do you remember that part of your life? Oh, absolutely, man. It's an exciting time of you know your life, especially, you know, you get out of... You're out of mom and dad's basement, you're on your own, you're with a whole group of new people, and you know, you're know you venturing into a new part of your life. I remember my first time in college, was just kind of shell-shocked. It was like, I was excited, but I was nervous, but you know, after a while, you just kind of set in and just kind of go with the flow, and you know, it was an awesome experience for me in college, so that's yeah, a great time of life. And that was at Gonzaga? Yeah, I went to a junior college first, just uh, five hours outside my house, and then... Um, then two years after that, I was there, and then I went to Gonzaga for two years. So, yeah, I got a, I got experience the JUCO life and the university life. You then started professional baseball. I met you during your rookie league season. I uh, interviewed you for Baseball America. How different of a pitcher are you today than you were then? Uh, I'd say I'm, I'm fairly significantly different uh, from when I first started playing pro ball till I am now. Um, I, I think I've kind of figured out what kind of pitcher I am, you know, rather than what people have tried to tell me I am. Um, I mean, it's you know, it's not like anyone was trying to do me disjustice or anything like that. But you know, when I came into the league, you know, everyone was you know pretty big on that I threw a sinker ball. You know, and to tell you the truth, when I came out of college, I didn't even know what a sinker was. I, I had no idea. I was like, I knew my ball moved a little bit, and, and then watching film and stuff, you know, it moved quite a bit. So guys were trying to get me to. You know, throw sinkers a lot more. And, you know, as I came up through the system, it was mainly like sinkers, change-ups, occasional sliders. And when I was in college, it was forcing with a little bit of movement and a hard slider and occasional change-up. You know, nowadays it's more, you know, my slider and my change-up are my go-tos. You know, I've developed a slider this year that, you know, I didn't have last year, and it's it's helped me huge. You know, it's, you know, in my opinion, it's helped change my whole career. You know, it's one of those pitches that you find that just it changes everything it changes your whole outlook and your whole approach you know and when guys can see I can throw a slider you know it's not your generic slider that goes you know right to left a short little break mine goes more straight down you know and fairly similar speed to my fastball so it's when you got things that are moving in the same speed and, you know you don't know what direction they're going to go you know plays a big effect so for me it's been you know, I, you know, coming out of the pen, especially, you know, I'm I'm going to my guns, like I'm going to my sliders, and I'm going to changeups, and I'm going to fastballs. You know, it's just you go right after guys rather than trying to establish the zone, establish your fastball, work off your fastball. For me, it's more or less like, you know, I'm coming right at you, and I'm going to throw an assortment at you. You know, and it's, you know, I'm going to take my chances with that. Like if I execute my good pitches, then, you know, the odds of you getting a hit or you know doing damage. Or, you know, in my opinion, they're slim, so it's just a matter of execution to that point rather than just attack and let them put it, you know, put it in play all the time and just, you know, not that I'm not necessarily pounding the zone, but I'm a little more careful with my pitches, I should say. Like, I, I try and eliminate mistakes out over the plate as much as possible. I'd rather miss in the dirt or off the plate rather than miss out over the plate trying to find a release point, so... I'd say the approach has been a little bit different, you know, especially this year than it was in years past. Once again, I am speaking with uh, Clayton Martinson. In my opinion, you might have the best changeup on the staff. Talk a little about your change. Uh, you know, it's a pitch I've developed over the years. You know, I started throwing it a lot when I got into pro ball, and you know, I had it in college, but you know, college is mainly you know fastball slider, and, and I knew I had a changeup, but I I wasn't confident in it. 
you start throwing sinkers a lot, you know, changeup is your best friend. You know, because guys get they see the same spin as a fastball and it moves very similar. It's about eight miles an hour difference. So I mean, it's it's a it's a very good pitch. And I've developed it over the years. I've relied heavily on it over the years as I've come up through you know ball and. You know, it's, it's been kind of my equalizer. It's kind of what's kept me in the game, you know, rather than puttering out. You know, I've been able to keep hitters off balance. And now to this point, you don't typically see a lot of relievers that come in and, you know, throw three pitches. You know, most guys, you know, your generic reliever, I'd say, has got a hard fastball, you know, and a hard slider. You know, and some of them will mix in like a split finger or a curveball, mainly their third best pitch. You know, I'll come in and I'll throw a changeup right off the bat. And, you know, that's my, I'd say it's my go-to pitch, that and my slider. And it's just, it keeps guys off balance, you know. You see a guy coming in, you're expecting something a little firmer out over the plate or, you know, you know mine just kind of putters in there. So, but the thing that's kind of been good with the changeup is my arm speed, I think. You know, I got a kind of a whippy arm, so, and I got a lot of movement going on. So when I'm able to throw it and stay on top of it, it looks just like a fastball coming out and then just kind of disappears. And two final questions for Clayton Martinson. You do have a mix that seemingly would fit well into the rotation. What would you need to do differently in order to go back into the rotation and establish yourself as a big league starter? Uh, fastball command. Fastball command number one. Um, you know, it's as a reliever, you know, you can get away like an inning or two you know, relying heavily on your off speed, and, you know, and you're able to rebound back from that. But you know, I, I couldn't go a whole game, kind of with the approach that I do now, which is you know, throw a lot of sliders and a lot of changeups. You know, it's just over the course of you know a year, you know, it, it pays a heavy toll on your arm. You know, and, and my my niche has been my fastball, you know, my glitch, I should say. You know, sometimes my fastball, you know, I'm not able to locate it as well as I want to. You know. I, get back into the starting rotation or something like that, I'd, I'd need to be able to locate my fastball on both sides of the plate at the knees, you know, consistently. You know, and I feel like I'm, I'm close to that, you know, but as I've developed into a reliever this year, I've, I've worked more on my sliders and my change-ups, you know, because they're, they're my out pitches. So when I come into the game, I'm not going just to find my fastball all of a sudden and throw it over the plate. You know, I'm going straight to, you know, my pitches that I feel confident that they're not going to get a good hit off. Final question for Clayton Martinson. The team has obviously had a disappointing season. I'm sure you're disappointed in the fact that you've spent maybe a little more time in AAA than you deserve to based on how you were pitching. I think you were basically a victim of, of having options. But how happy are you with the way that you have pitched in the big leagues this season? Oh, uh, you know, you know, I'm I'm extremely happy with the way I performed this year, you know, and I, I expect that. You know, to me, I expect it. So, I don't. I don't necessarily feel like I'm disappointed that I spent more time in AAA. You know, it was. You know, to me, I kind of came into this year with the approach of, you know, hey, I am going to be a swing guy this year, considering I do have an option, and this is a team that, you know, they'll need pitching from time to time. But yet, it's not, you know, more than likely to go up and show you can stay, you know, pitch here and then you just stay. You know, so I, I knew that coming in. So like, I used my time wisely down in AAA. I, you know, I really worked on things that I needed to that when I come up here, I'd be ready to go. I wouldn't be still searching for something. But I, I've been I've been really pleased with the way I've thrown, and I just you know, I'm looking to really continue that throughout the rest of the season and you know finish on a good note and come in next year and just improve off what I've done this year.
Clayton Martinson, as always, thanks for your time. Hey, not a problem. right-handed starter for the Boston Red Sox. Clay, we first met six years ago. It was in Lowell, Massachusetts. You had a few days earlier made your professional debut. I'm assuming that a few things have changed with you since that time as a pitcher. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, obviously at that point I, I didn't really know the the ropes to professional baseball. You know, everybody thinks after college and high school that it's just going to be, you know, the best situations that, that are possible as far as traveling and everything. You know, it was a lot harder in the lower levels of, of, of the organization with the 12-hour bus rides and the games the next day. So it's, uh, but from then to now, you know, even as a pitcher, it's been, you know, I've sort of added a couple more pitches to my repertoire and, and uh, you know, had to try to kind of find a way to, to get through some, some rough patches in, in my career that I've had so far. So... A lot, a lot's a lot's changed, actually. I think it might be fun to revisit that old interview and see just what some of the things are that have changed. You mentioned the the repertoire at the time. You said that you threw uh, a curve, a slider, and a circle change, along with the fastball, of course. And the slider was was probably your second best pitch. Right. Yeah. So I mean, I sort of got away from from the slider because the the velocity of the slider, my curveball. Or, almost identical I mean, you know I think maybe two miles an hour difference and I incorporated the the cut fastball that I've been throwing for the last couple of years now and it's just a pitch that comes out of my hand looking like a fastball and you know is able to get off the barrel for for the most part and uh you know get some miss hits with that so that's what I did away with that and then you know I, I threw a little another change up in the mix to a little split change that I've been throwing the last probably seven or eight times out and it's uh you know like I said you have to you have to learn how to adapt to situations and, and I think that's the the hardest thing about staying staying in the big leagues I asked you at the time if you would identify yourself as a power pitcher and you said yes does that still apply uh no you know I think I think more now I'm, I'm a I'm a ground ball guy like I, I throw majority two seam fastballs and uh you know it's I still I still feel like I could be a power pitcher as far as velocity and everything goes, but you know I'm, I try to go out there and, and get through it bad as quick as I can. And uh, you know if the opportunity presents itself to, to try to strike somebody out, you know obviously you want to go for it. But uh, you know if you can get out on at bat with with three pitches or less, you know that's that's sort of my goal. In June 2006, you told me that you actually throw from two different arm angles. Yeah, I mean I still drop down on the curveball every now and then, but it's uh it's not near as much as, as I used to do it in, in college and everything. That's whenever that's that's what I did then, and now it's uh it's you know mostly one arm angle and, and trying to trying to perfect all my pitches from that from that one spot. Once again, I'm talking to Clay Buckle. Sticking with adjustments, you said at the time that the biggest adjustment you anticipated making was going to be mental. Yeah, I, I still agree with that. It's uh you know it's uh. When you're faced with adversity and you've never been faced with that kind of adversity before, you know, 2008 for me was was a big a big deal for me, and uh, you know I had to find a way to, to work through it. Being up and down, sent down to Double A from the big leagues, and then called back up, and went back to Triple A. You know, it's a it's a whirlwind for for a young guy coming up and and never having faced problems before in baseball. And it was a yeah, it was definitely a mental thing for me there. We talked a little bit about how strong-minded you were regarding pitch selection. Has that changed over the years, working with people like Jason Veritek and now Jared Saltlamakia? Yeah, it's, it's helped me though. It's uh, it's been 
I've been a firm believer in throwing the pitch that, that I want to throw and shaking off until I get to it. And that's, I think it's been able to, to help both me, Salty, and, and when Shop was here, Shop, you know, it was, uh, it's them learning you and then, and then you learning what you want to do in different situations as far as pitch selection. So it's, uh, yeah, I don't, that, that definitely hasn't changed. At the time you were drafted, um, you were also a shortstop. You were going to be a shortstop and a closer at, I believe it was Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Maybe talk a little about that, about how much maybe you miss the infield and hitting. Yeah, you, you, know, you told me at the time that you were actually a pretty good hitter. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I hadn't hit in a long time. I mean, I got a couple of bats this year, but, you know, I think it's an art. It's just like anything else. If you don't do it for a long time, you'll you'll gradually lose that art. And, uh, you know, as far as playing every day, I yeah, I missed it in my first couple of years in, and then I started realizing how much these position players do every day. The guys that can, that guys that try to go out there and play 162 games in a season, it's uh, it's a grueling process. And I, I don't, you know, I think my uh, my job, <laughs> my line of works, it's uh, I'm fine with it now. Okay, and a last question for uh, Clay Buckles. At the time, you said that you were teaching yourself how to play the guitar. Mm-hmm. Six years later, yeah. uh, are you good now? Yeah, I mean, I'm. <laughs> I've, I've known the same things for like the past two years, but uh, you know, it's it was something that I picked up in college, and and now you know I can pick it up and I can I can play I can look at tabs and everything and, and, and play those songs now. So it's uh yeah I've got I've gotten better, still not the best. I, I do want to get better, but it's uh you know it's something just to pass the time for me. No second career after baseball. No chance. <laughs> no chance. Clay Buckles, thanks a lot for your time.